Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. I'm so grateful that you're here wherever you are in the world and whatever time of day you're in. This is the time in which you and I can riff it out like friends. Honestly, this is my intent for this podcast is to really just share my heart and to share the heart of others in such a way that really just pulls you in as if it were you listening in on a conversation with your friends. So I appreciate you so much for being here and if it calls you to rate, review, or leave a little share, I would greatly appreciate it and so will the community. Now before we jump into this solo podcast, I wanted to share that I am also getting a... um, download to begin to create a course called Cosmic Codes to Cash in which we begin to navigate your needle chart and the parts of your needle chart that show you where you can prosper financially. And if this is something that you can get behind, make sure that you let me know. Send me a DM or email me just so I know that my listeners are really interested in this topic. And I also have that free needle chart navigation tool that's in the show notes down below, as well as an opportunity to connect with me in a one-on-one mentorship. If it calls, make sure you check it out. Now, as we move into this upcoming podcast, I want to share one little tidbit that my inner teenager was attempting to show face for quite some time. And it's been slowly evolving and growing. And since I took plant medicine, this has been a really potent theme for me. And I think it's because it's the potent time in our lives where we transition from this uh, playful childlike manner into adulthood. And we really, really have and probably have processed so much during that time of self-exploration and self-becoming coupled with societal norms and family norms, right? So just wanted to kind of throw that out there that as we jump into this, that it was really propagated by my plant medicine um, happening and it's deepened even more so uh, up until today. And I believe that it'll probably deepen even more because I think that we all have a lot of healing to do in that space. So Without further ado, let's pop into the pod. All right, so we're going to dive right in, and this podcast is all about healing your inner teenager, and for some, this is a um, new way of thinking about healing, and for others, it's like, oh my God, I'm going through it, and I have posted about this a couple times, and I received some really interesting feedback as to how some of you are really feeling this um, inner teenager healing kind of popping up for you in some way, shape, or form. And some of you may have not 
even noticed uh, what exactly it was up until hearing about it. So there's a lot on healing the inner child, right? We've heard this many times before where the child um, kind of needs to go back to like mothering itself. And I definitely think that there is a huge, huge space for that. And at the very same time, I think that healing the inner teen has an even bigger space. And the reason being is because as a child, you're born into something where you have no comparison, whether or not the family, the lifestyle, what you're doing, how you're doing it is quote unquote normal, right? We just automatically think this is normal because it is our normal. So in a sense, there is this you know, subconscious play where there is this sense of survival and acceptance of your family, of your mother, of your father, and it's not really uh, tangible whether or not it's quote unquote healthy, right? Or a healthy relationship or a healthy dynamic because you're just born into it and you're figuring out how to live in that circumstance, right? Whereas when you transition into a teenager, there's a lot going on there, right? Like you're able to, you know, compare yourself to friends, compare your family, compare cars that you're driving and houses, and you're beginning to get this contrast. And in the midst of that contrast happening, your hormones are raging, you're trying to fit in with friends, you're, you know, attempting to find yourself and your voice, and you're in that in-between stage where you're still bound to the boundaries of being a child and yet feeling like an adult, yet really not having that adult freedom that is essentially needed around your teenage years in order to explore yourself, right? And this came through to me um, during a session that I was having, and mostly during that plant-based um, you know, ceremony that I had on, on my birthday in April. Really, everything just started kind of coming through harder. But there was a session that I had with Andy in a Psych K session where my inner teenager showed up and, yo, she was like saucy as fuck, like super attitude, like, you know, colorful, leaning back, super, you know, confident, self-determined uh, and self-aware and direct, like super direct, like no filter at all whatsoever. And, you know, when I, when I had this session, I was like, damn, like this is just another layer of that because I think as teenagers, that is there, right? Like that, that desire to like, I don't give a fuck attitude is there, especially for your parents, right? Because they're the ones that are creating these boundaries and creating these restrictions. And interestingly enough, we're in Saturn retrograde and we'll be here until October. And these might be a lot of the different themes that you might be, um, you know, experiencing and having to move through and heal through. And you may not even realize that they're they're hooked in your teenage years, you know. Um, and I'm just throwing this out there just for you to be a little bit more observant and um, aware of these different things that might be coming up in your life, right? Because the importance of healing your inner teenager really stems from the fact that this is a time where we're becoming, right? We're exploring ourselves and yet at the same time bombarded by society, bombarded by our parents, bombarded by school, 
And it's a challenging time. It's an awkward as fuck phase, right? Like girls are getting their period, boys' voice are cracking, braces, the hairdos, the whole nine, the outfits, like everything is just a little bit weird, right? And you feel weird, but at the same time, you feel self-sufficient and you feel confident. And it's almost like that confidence comes out and then it's broken down. And I really truly believe that this is a very um, interesting container to talk about because of that. And as much as we, many of us may not want to go back to our teenage years, I truly believe that when you do go back there, there's this different perspective that happens and the dots begin to come together to develop and create this picture of what needs to be seen and heard in your life right now. And some, some of you may not really um, connect with this and don't feel like going back there has anything to do with here, but it really does. And the reason being is because think about the ways in which you were restricted as a teenager and ask yourself if those similar themes are popping up as an adult, right? Because that's such a poignant, palpable time in your life. And yeah, the mothering of the teenager, but really it's the unmothering. Really, it's the need for a big, cool, older sibling or sister, right? That can help you and show you and teach you like, hey, like, yeah, I had my period. This is what I went through. Hey, like, let's do this. Let's do that. Um, You know, talking to you about boys and things like that in a more relatable way as opposed to like your parents that are very like no boys um you can't dress like that right like oh you have your period yeah you just need pads or tampons no you can't shave your legs even though your your legs are hairy and your arms are hairy and you have a mustache like it's uncomfortable because you're limited by what you essentially almost need to to function in society and at the same time to create yourself and Um, this journey for me has started a little bit before plant medicine, but really began to take form after April. And I'm going to share a couple of things with you, uh, that some memories and I don't know what else will come through, but I used to love rollerblading and I would rollerblade, um, with my son, my older son, when I lived in my dad's old house and, I ended up getting robbed and they stole my rollerblades and I haven't gotten new rollerblades. So that stopped, but I ended up getting a new pair of rollerblades and they are so, so cool. Like bright purple, bright pink, white, like all the girly things. And I'm going to start doing that. I started coloring. I love Lisa Frank. So I started coloring Lisa Frank coloring books. I started listening to the music that I listened to back then And just to name a few, if you're here in South Florida, like the Power Love Hour, Casey and JoJo, 112. Oh my gosh, LL Cool J. All of that like sexualness, right? Totally listening to. And then um, on the flip side of that, of course, the Britney Spears and Sync, the Backstreet Boys, DMX, um, Hanson, who else? Like... um, what's it called? Three Little Women. Um, What was the other one that I was listening to? 
there's another one that was like a three letter word. I don't, I don't know. Um, and that one song, baby, when the lights go out, every single word cannot express your love and tenderness. Okay. Just, just to give you a little, little peek into Shelly's teenage years. And I used to put myself in front of the mirror and just like dance my ass off. And it was a great workout, but it was also my way of expressing myself. Oh, right. Like in a time where we can't fully express ourselves, like I found dance and I found mirror work essentially. And I have kind of gone back to that a little bit and it's been really healing. And I'm going to incorporate more of that because we're in Saturn retrograde and because there's going to be this sense and feeling of restriction in some area of our lives and static dance and, you know, free dance movement with music and tunes from your past just bring about this bit of nostalgia that really just is so potent for healing, you know? And through that, memories come up like, oh, I remember when I was with my friends at the bowling alley and these different tidbits begin to come through when you put yourself in those, you know, that environment. Now, I wasn't spraying myself with my favorite like cucumber melon bath and body work spray um, like I was back then, um, mostly because of the chemicals, not because of the smell, but like really putting myself there in my mind, like, oh my God, I loved this. I loved color. I wanted my nails done and I couldn't. I wanted my nails to be a whole bunch of different wild colors and I wasn't allowed to. I wanted to dress a certain way and I wasn't allowed to. And just really going back there and really beginning to not only take in like the really shitty restrictive parts, but also like the really awkward parts. Like I remember one time I was with my friend and we were going to be going to a water park and I had my period. She's like, and her mom's like, just put in a tampon. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to do this. So of course she gives me the pamphlet and the pamphlet, like such bullshit. And then she's coaching me through the door and I thought I had it in. And then I went to the water park and it was like partially kind of out. So it absorbed all the water from the pool. Oh my God. Like so awkward. And I remember the random haircuts that I had. I remember my one best friend and I, during church, we would boil uh, like Kool-Aid in different colors and we'd like dye our hair, like smoking cigarettes in the back of church, just like super rebellious and like, I don't know, just ex- like the, the desire to explore, right, was there. And I think that really that desire never goes away. We were just told not to back then, you know? And I had like so many really awesome memories in middle school. And surprisingly, I think that this, this era is really cool because, because of social media, we're able to still sort of stay connected with these people. And the pictures that I posted, I know like in that book that I posted on my stories, I know almost half the people in there and they're like, Oh my God. And the pictures that I posted, um, for the podcast promotions on my stories, I got approval directly from those people to use the photos. And it's just so beautiful to, to really, 
you know, think back and be like, wow, like I have people in my world that were in my world way back then. And I was looking at photos and I had, I saw this one photo where I remember this, but like it wasn't as, as like, I didn't remember it until I saw it, that I used to draw mandalas on my left palm as like, as a middle schooler. And I was into crystals and I was into astrology and all I can think of now is like, can you imagine if I started investigating that shit back then? Damn, right? Like completely other layer to things. And yet at like the same time, this is a time where we're exploring and want to explore with boys and like have the urge. And this is something that like my friends and I laugh about, but like, I remember like humping the corner of my dresser, like what the fuck, right? It was just such an awkward time. Not to mention, like, everyone had that VTech colored phone. Mine was lime green. My room was lime green and all kinds of, like, color. And also the beeper codes. And, like, when, when I think of beeper codes now, like, kind of like, um, like angel numbers, right? Like, I remember, like, having a book with all these different combinations of numbers and what they all meant and I guess it was then it was sort of like texting, but texting these numbers in your wireless phone at the house so your friend would get it, get the beeper code, and then they would send you one back. And then I'm thinking, why didn't we just call each other, right? Probably because it was late at night and our parents were sleeping and we weren't able to. But what a time, right? And my generation, I was born in 1986, so I'm 36 now. My generation, if you're kind of close to me, we were one of the, like, we were the last generation that knew what life was like without the internet. And I vividly remember my best friend in sixth grade, Melissa, and I, her mom would pick us up and we would go straight to AOL and AIM and text, 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 right? and the chats and the AOL profile and you would put butterflies and all these little symbols in them and when we look back I'm like wow <laughs> that was like our Facebook and Instagram even like the book the scrapbook that I made of the photos that was our Instagram right it's just leveled up leveled up and as awkward as those times were I look back now in endearment and and joy. I don't look back with like, oh, my like teenage years. It's like a different perspective. Like I told you, you just kind of like laugh at the person that you were and you wave at the person that you were and you acknowledge how much you've grown and how much all of that helped you grow, you know? And another story that I'm just going to share is I went to a yoga class yesterday and I was in, you know, a hot power flow, really challenging class typically, and three girls, teenage girls came in, first yoga class ever, and in my mind, I'm like, okay, get it, girls. First of all, you're exploring it. First of all, you're doing it, and they were super awkward. Like, the body awareness was not there, and I think back, and I probably had zero body awareness, and probably because I didn't do any sports. I did track, but that's that's nothing, right? Like it's not something that requires specific movements and, you know, intricacies like dance or martial arts or yoga or anything like that, that helps you build that, that physical body awareness. And 
they they got hot and they left the room and the instructor was like look how young they are and just just feel good about yourself because of how old you are and where you're at and I was kind of taken back I was like that's kind of shitty right to like compare yourself to a teenager if an adult compared me like if I was compared to an adult as a teenager I'd be like you're a fucking idiot right because dude like we've all been there with one thing or another maybe it wasn't yoga maybe you were a master at yoga because you did dance or gymnastics like as a child similar right but there was just like this mean girl flavor to what was happening and a part of me felt sad and felt bad because I realized that that is the time where we need the most nurturing and the most confidence and the most reassurance and the most love and compassion. And regardless of whether or not they were able to to finish the class or whatever, it's the fact that they tried and the fact that they were there. And that is what we've been sharing and attempting to tell other people to do, right? Just share, just do, just explore, just try. So what if you feel awkward? And to have like an instructor go there, I don't know. I was a bit mortified to be honest. And I won't lie, I was a little distracted by them because they're, they're, they were just so chaotic. But at the same time, knowing that I'm doing this inner teenager healing work and I was about to do this podcast, I was looking at it from a different lens and really, really my heart reached out to them. So what is the point of all of this and what is the point of my sharing? And hopefully you got a couple nuggets throughout, but when you allow yourself to go to those awkward phases of your life where you needed to be, be compassionate and also have like compassion from others that desire to be seen and heard, that desire to explore, that desire to try different things, to figure out who you are. That is such a potent time in our teens and the restrictions and the, the happenings that happen during that time, regardless of whether or not you think they are affecting you, they are. And we can go back there and heal them, right? Because we have the opportunity in present time to go to the past and change it. That also will change the present. That will also change the future. And I ask you, for those of you who maybe have some challenges speaking up, maybe have challenges being seen, maybe have challenges of like, you know, trying different outfits and wearing different things, I encourage you to go back to those times in your teenage years and ask yourself the themes that are coming up for me where I feel restricted or I have that little voice in the back of my head that's saying, you're not enough, you're not worthy enough. What happened in my teens? Okay, it's a really powerful question to ask that not many therapists do. And I'm working with one client um, in my mentorship with the with the inner teen, but truly it is a place where we need to dive deeply into when we look at the restrictions in our current life because we think we have our shit together because we do on a superficial layer, but at the depths of us. We really don't because the subconscious mind is still 
latching on to the past. And it might be, you know, your your childhood, right? There's two there's there's two categories here that it could be. It could be your childhood, right? Because that subconscious mind is being, you know, groomed in the environment that you grew up in. And then there's the teenage years where your subconscious mind is attempting to work with what was given to you as a child, but also becoming yourself and beginning to have a different perspective and recognizing things that are working and things that are not working or beginning to compare and beginning to realize like, that's not me. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to adopt that thought processes or that, you know, perspective. And it brings about a different layer and again like regardless of where you are right now I ask where do you want to be where do you see yourself like where do you want to be in your future and I ask this the second question is how did your teenage years affect why you're not there already These are, these are fully charged questions, like rocket questions, right? And that is where I am now. The ability to speak freely, the ability to put myself out there on Instagram and have fun with it. I don't give a fuck what people think. I'm having fun with it and trying to make it a little bit, you know, informative at the same time. But ask yourself why you judge people that do. Were you told you couldn't do or you couldn't express yourself in a certain way? So you, instead of doing it, judge other people for doing it, right? Go back there. Why don't you have a podcast that you want to be, you've been wanting to start? Maybe because you lived in a household where you, what you said you couldn't say. And stepping into being able to speak and share is uncomfortable. But let me tell you, it's going to be super fucking healing. Same thing goes with Instagram. And I'm just using Instagram as an example, okay? Like, don't be like, oh, Shelly, blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying anything creative, whether it's art, whether it's, you know, dance, whatever it is. Why are you not doing that, right? Why are you not stepping into what you desire to do? What is holding you back? What restrictions did you place on yourself and what restrictions did the world place on you that are pulling you back in those teenage years, right? Because you're so potent at that time. I look at my niece and um, I guess I don't, I don't know. I guess she's like, she's, she's my niece, even if they're divorced, like she's my niece. That's what I call her. But she is so exploratory and her parents are very open to doing that. And I think that she's going to grow up with a different sense of self-worth and value than a child that lives in a household that has a lot of restrictions, who steps out into the world and is attempting to figure out who they are and what they're intended to become and is lost, right? Lost. I was lost until I found astrology, (laughs) but 
that is, you know, or not astrology per se, but na my natal chart and using astrology to help me understand myself, like using the phases of the moon and the transits and all that stuff. Like then I began to step into who I was because we are an expression of nature, right? And when that expression gets, gets dimmed down or shut down, it can't shine as bright. And I'm sharing this with you because I think a lot of us, whether or not we are aware of it or not, are really beginning to feel a lot of these transitions and transformations with healing our inner teen because certain things are popping up for you, right? And that's your opportunity to go there, right? If you hear a song that brings you back to like 1996 or 1992, go for it. Remember that song, play it in your house and dance in the fucking mirror, okay? It's going to bring you back and it's going to move energy from that, that teenage you out. It's going to give an outlet to the, the emotions that you had back then because you're mentally putting yourself there. And the mind doesn't know that the body is not physically in that space, right? Because think about it, like when you have a really vivid dream, your body reacts. It's the mind showing you this, this depiction and your body's reacting. So when you do the same thing in going backwards to heal, it's also just as powerful because now you're giving a space to feel those feelings you felt. You're beginning to allow yourself to see a different perspective and you're giving yourself permission to move that energy up and out. So just a short little solo pod here on this. And I would love to get your feedback and let me know what you think. And if you're going through any of this or if you're feeling this, or if you're like, oh my God, yes. Or you're like, I don't know, Shelly, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any valid validity to this. But anyways, I love you. And thank you so much for giving me this space to be me. And so grateful for the community that we've built. I do have a couple spots left in my one-on-one -on -one mentorship. If you're interested, head on over to the show notes, check it out. And of course, that free natal chart guide is there. And if you could like, share, and subscribe, if it feels like it's, it's something you should do, please do. And it doesn't necessarily need to be on social media, but send it to a friend. Um, and let's continue to build this community. My vision for 2023 for this community is pretty big and I'm excited because the foregrounds of what I have built in my mind's eye are beginning to take form. So stay on the lookout. I love you so, so much. Have a good one.